You're listening to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I have a question for you. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the college recruiting process? You have come to the right place. Jill will bring you expert tips and interviews with special guests to help you take a deep breath and know, yes, you are moving in the right direction to find your college team. After this podcast, don't forget to head to Jill's shop page to purchase her two guidebooks that will make everything in college recruiting much more clear and simple. Let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. Today's topic is one that I think is happening right now, especially for many girls, many athletes, and I like the title of Before You Say Yes, because I think many times we're more focused on, are we going to get an offer, um, and how are we going to do this before it's too late? So before you say yes... It's really important that you count the costs of everything that you have studied, researched, and done, and not rush into a decision. So the word that came to my mind that I see as an advisor is FOMO, and that is the fear of being left out. And I actually looked that up today because I think the definition is really um, clear and how it's written up because it's connected so much to the recruiting process and how people feel. So fear of being left out or FOMO is the feeling of apprehension that one is either not in the know or missing out on information, events, experiences, or life decisions that could make one's life better. So oftentimes what I see is um, people, recruits, parents, um, feeling like they need to make a decision because if they don't, they might not get another option or opportunity down the road, which is absolutely normal human nature to feel that way and common in really lots of decisions we make in life. You know, you think about um, whether you're buying a car or buying a house or trying to decide if this is the person you should marry or um, even decisions on like events that I do as a business owner. Sometimes I'm amazed at all the things that go through my head in terms of pros and cons and if it's the right decision for my business, if it's the right decision for me as far as travel goes, is it the right decision financially? So really, Jay Charles, when you are hearing this today, it's a life lesson. And many times when you're young, our parents help us with those decisions or we really don't have to make major decisions like that until we become adults. But now you're in high school and you're having to consider making this very big decision about college. And 
yes, your parents are there to help you, your club coaches, you know, people in your life that you trust. But the bottom line is it comes down to you having to say yes or no. And the biggest thing I see is that fear, the fear of you start hearing in your gym, different girls are making decisions. You see it online, which, you know, when I was recruited, nothing like that happened because we didn't have technology and social media and computers and all the things that we do nowadays and just all the media and all the things that <clears throat> are online that make it really challenging. So um, it's really important that as a parent and as an advisor, um, you help these people in your life, whether it's your own children or as a coach, recruits, um, help them to break it all down and not rush. Um, I, you'd be amazed at what I see as an advisor. I have definitely experienced athletes who have made decisions and they've never been on the campus. They've never met the head coach. And while that is not, or even talked to the head coach, they've done all their talking to assistant coaches. And I, I can't say every single time that that is the worst decision or I would never allow it because I had somebody recently who did make a decision before as a walk-on before getting on the campus but we had walked through a whole bunch of ways to think about making that final decision without having the experience that I would have hoped for her. Sometimes it's not possible. So, you know, in an ideal world, when you're getting recruited and the schools you're looking at have the budget to fly you in and they actually have a pattern of how they recruit so that you do get that full experience before you say yes. Um, you know, that's great, but that's not all recruits. Not all recruits get um, those types of opportunities in the recruiting process. There are some athletes that don't have the money to fly all over, meet the coaches. So fortunately there is Zoom and there is, you know, text messaging where they get on a text thread with the girls on the team. Um, so I try to take all of that into consideration and every single client that we have at JH Consulting is unique and every one ones of their backgrounds is unique to um, making this final decision. But for the most part, I want to run down a list that I think is really important for the athlete, for the family to be able to um, think about prior to making that final decision. All right, so one, meet the head coach and have multiple conversations with the head coach. Now, the reason that that is so important is because once you get to the university, and remember, you're going to be there sometimes five years, so and you're spending four hours a day with this staff, with this team, with these coaches. But the head coach is the one who's going to be making the final decisions once you're there on campus. So sometimes the assistants do the recruiting 
and have a better relationship with the recruits prior to you arriving, but it's really crucial. I cannot say this more powerfully that you must have a relationship with the head coach. You must sense that the head coach knows you and wants you, not the assistants. The assistants are great. They come and go, so do head coaches, but more than likely that head coach is going to be deciding once you're there, not only things about the team, but about you. They're going to be coaching you, but they're going to be managing your experience in the gym, your academics in terms of, you know, if you can leave gym to go take a test or you can, um, whatever you might need or emotionally the support system, they're the ones leading the charge or not on that entire team. So it's really important. Your parents feel comfortable with the head coach. You've had multiple conversations with the head coach and that you feel those two things. They want you and they're invested in you, that you're a priority to them. Number two, sit in on classes on campus. You know, so I so often hear girls say, yeah, I went to camp. I really liked it. I say, well, did you walk around? Did you get in on a class? Well, in the summer, it's really hard to do. But all they've done is drive up to the gym, get out of the car, and go to the summer camp or fall clinic. That's not enough. You need to do all these other things on campus to really be sure it's going to be the right fit. And I like the idea of you sitting in on classes because you get a sense of, I mean, some classes have four to 500, you know, lecture rooms of kids, students in those classes. Some, some of you do not learn well in large lecture type teaching. Others of you um, need a smaller class size or a more, more of a connection with your professors. So in, in the end, those are the things that become really, really important. And you need to meet with advisors in your major. I can't tell you how important that is as well. So yes, they can have certain majors on college campuses, but they all drive those majors in certain directions and their philosophy of teaching and um, the details of your major. You really need to have that you know, time with a professor, uh, an advisor in your major. Now, if it can't be done due to sometimes professors on a campus on the summer, then you want to get on a Zoom call. And they are used to this. Advisors are used to it on college campuses. They want kids to come to their schools. And college coaches want you to be, to have the right fit with your education. But some colleges may or may not set it up this way for you. So you, you can ask for these types of meetings. So whether it's on your official or unofficial visit or when you're visiting the campus for a camp or you're just visiting the campuses, you can ask for these kinds of things to go to a class, to meet with an advisor. All right, number three, talk to past athletes on the team. Now, I know this isn't always possible, but with social media now, it is. You can actually find people who were on teams 
by what they have labeled on their Instagram and say, hey, can I jump on a call with you? I'm thinking about going to this college. I'd love to hear, you know, your about your experience. I know that takes a lot of confidence and I know, you know, a 14 year old, 15 year old is not going to feel really good about reaching out to people like that. They don't know, but I'm telling you, it's not a bad idea. Number four, stay in the dorms, hang out overnight. Okay, this is crucial. You can have one experience in a hotel with your parents when you're on an official visit, but a much different experience if you've stayed in the dorms and hung out with the actual team at night or, you know, while they're, what do they do socially? What do they um, like to do in their free time? And that says a lot about the team. It says a lot about the coaches. And it says just a lot about the campus, what's available to do, what is the vibe, what is going on, um, how safe do you feel. All these things are become really important once you make your decision to arrive to that campus. You don't want to miss out of these types of things. Um, the next one is, even as a walk-on, you can ask for these kinds of opportunities. You don't have to be a scholarship athlete to experience this type of stuff when you are going through the recruiting process. And the last one is talk to a financial aid office and get the details of the costs. So sometimes college coaches are really on top of these details, especially for scholarship athletes, but the walk-ons not so much. So it's really important that you meet with the right people in admissions and you know exactly for the most part, what it's going to take to be admitted academically, but also the financial aid piece. You don't want any question marks. You don't want as a parent to feel like, oh my gosh, they've already committed. I don't really even know what the costs are. And I don't want to tell my daughter no. So you jump in with both feet and then afterwards realize this is way over our heads because it's going to put stress on you as the parent. It, the athlete it will hear about it some way or another I'm sure through conversations and that puts stress and pressure also on the app on your child or the athlete or the recruit so my best advice is to take your time my best advice is to start the recruiting process early now most people when they think of starting the recruiting process they think of having interaction with a college coach sending your emails that is later stages of the recruiting process. The early stages we work really hard at, at JH Consulting, is getting our clients to have these kinds of experiences so then when their sweet spot opens up and they start getting responses from college coaches, they've already had some comparable experiences. So starting early gives you the advantage as a family to open your recruits eyes to what college is going to be all about. I know it's really hard because many young teenagers do not want to do all of this work. It's a lot of work, but I can tell you in the end, when you make your final decision, you as a parent are going to feel a lot more at peace with them going on visits and comparing it to just maybe schools they don't even have interest in, but now they know what to look for, what to um, talk about, and what to um, do when they're actually in the thick of some real serious um, co 
you know, views of college colleges that are going to be making them offers and going to be the right fit for them. So this is why we encourage families to start at level nine or ninth grade, whichever comes first, because there's a whole lot we have put together um, as a business to open the eyes and help the athlete and the parent understand what's ahead. You can't do this all super fast. There's just an impossible, the time, the time is hard to take away from the gym and their schooling. So it helps to have the freshman year. What I like to do is really start with the education. And then if they're level nine, they're building in their level 10 skills. And we're talking about all these types of things to get them comfortable with what the future is going to look like when college coaches really start to respond to them. And then 10th grade, um, that's when you need to get on the college coaches watch list. So that's really an important time that they're just sending the right emails to the right coaches, hopefully, and they're finalizing by going to the right camps and clinics. And you only can do so many of those in the summer and in the fall. And then you start getting phone calls. So that's why starting in ninth grade is so valuable. Most people think, well, the coaches can't talk to them until after their sophomore year into their junior year. So we aren't going to start till then. Well, then as an advisor, we are doing the speed up uh, recruiting process <laughs> with your kids because, um, you know, we want them to understand all of this before they say yes to a school. And that's basically what the title of this is. Before you say yes, there's so much that can be done to prep and prepare. So it's kind of like getting married when you think about it. the dating process. You wouldn't want your daughter to marry the first person that they meet online that they've never even seen face to face. That would be ridiculous. You wouldn't want that. You would want them to have experiences in them growing up themselves and then dating different people to see what, you know, works best, what fits for them. And then um, maybe even getting out in the working world and really seeing what life is all about before they make a big decision about who they're going to live with the rest of their life. So it's the same thing in the college recruiting process. You know, obviously a little bit different, but a lot of it, you know, is something to think about instead i think what happens is we start panicking because we want our kids who worked really hard since they were sometimes two years old in the sport of gymnastics three years old mommy and me classes we want them not to miss out on ha getting a scholarship i hear that all the time it's not so much you need the money it's more wouldn't that be a great reward after all the sacrifices and all the things that, you know, your athlete has been through, especially in the sport of gymnastics. So then what I see happen is people make decisions before they've really had um, and thought through all those different um, points that I just made. And, and they make a fast decision. And then the athlete gets there their freshman year and they don't, it's not the right fit. So this is why I wanted to do this topic today. So for all of you out there who are 2023s, for example, or seniors, I should say, still really hoping that you're going to get connected to a college. Remember that sometimes recruiting happens late into your senior year. And 
things will open up. And so if that's you, hang in there and um, continue to do everything you can to set up opportunities for you that may open up in the spring. Here on College Recruiting with Yoga. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in Jill Hicks Consulting's advising services, head over to www.jhicksconsulting.com and click on the Get Started button to fill out your forms page. One of our advisors will give you a call. We're in your corner and we'll talk to you soon.